And we. And we're live. We're live. And we're live for another episode of. Slap Happy. We can do it like this all day. Hey, don't stop. Inhibitions run away. Hey, don't stop. Uh, we're Bro. doing it. We're, we're here, people. Wait, you're we're fucking here. on my intro. We're here, people. <laughs> we're doing it. We're live. I'm Civilian. I'm the host of Slap Happy. And we are doing it today with a very, very, very special guest. He goes by many names. Many. But today we're going to call him Airports. Airports, welcome to the show. Let's go. Thank you. Man, I love that you've got no notes. We're raw dog in the potty. <laughs> I really do. He's um, holding it like... <laughs> Looking smart. I generally do have like a little bit of um a, a bit of a format, but I I we, thought we go way too far back for format. I, yeah, I know that's yeah that's the thing. Like a lot of the um uh, interviews that I've done recently have been like a guy, as I said, a guy that I've met for the first time, a guy that I've met for the second time, a guy yeah, that yeah. I've only talked to on Instagram for like a couple of days, things like that. Is but, it exclusively guys only on the show? No, no, no. I've had uh the first or the second um uh kind of interview that I did maybe uh, about three or four weeks ago was um, a, a young lady named Ash Ims who's like a booking agent and artist manager. So everyone's like hustling. Yeah, everyone's everyone's yeah, yeah. either in the in Sick. the either behind the scenes. So I've only interviewed two people so far that are like behind the scenes like artist manager kind of thing mm-hmm. um, or booking agent. And then there's been a lot of people in front of the scenes. But I do have like I've 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 already got in the works a lot of um a lot, of, a lot more women that are coming onto the podcast. Yep. Um, some queer women. Um, uh, just a lot more diversity because I feel like, yeah, they're obviously there's, you know, out of, out of the six people I've had so far, it's been like, you know, five white dudes. So yep. I want to I mix it up a bit for sure. Um, nice. But, well, thanks for having this white dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. Uh, Asian half white dude. Half yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Get the, yeah. The you got the mix. All right. So AP, let's, uh, let's take the people way back. Let's set the scene. Ooh. To- it- what, Wait, year? To, what year was it? Uh, that you were born? No, no, no. We met. 1988? Or you were in 89? 89. Okay. No, no, we, no. we met. It was somewhere at Coast FM in It was New Coast South FM. Wales. It was Nick Kelly. It was it Nick was, Kelly. Um, Project U. It was their finale. Um, yeah. It was probably like 2012, I'm going to say. No way. No. Or, th- or 14. Sure. Maybe? I reckon 14. Yeah, 2014 yeah. maybe. Yeah. They were doing their uh, finale. Um, and they got their like kind of favorite acts to come on. And I don't know how you qualified, all the, but all the Senny Coast, <laughs> like all the important Coast, people, the yeah, VIPs. Yeah. all the VIPs at the uh, time. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, you got to roll through. Yeah. Actually before that, when I, I did an interview with Nick and he was like, Oh, have you met civilian? And I'm like, I, there was a producer in like France called civilian with a C. Oh really? And I was like, Oh, he's sick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I meet this guy and I'm like, Oh, he's sick. He's <laughs> not as sick, but no, no, he'll no, do. You, you were, but then we we made some music, uh, and then no, move forward a few years. Before like before before that part, I I I would like to say that um I think I because I did a bit of stalking about like you know who was going to be on that show. Obviously, you do your research, yep. and that's when um I discovered I think it was Masterpiece. Oh, was this it would have been twenty twelve. Holy was shit! Was it Masterpiece? Twenty twelve, thirteen. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I I was I was called Northy then. I was a I was a DJ producer, Big Papa North, and I I had like some dubstep song at the time. Yeah, that. and it was like kind of yeah. it was, was like semi-viral, like for the time, wasn't it? On what? No, I think you SoundCloud had a cloud. Well, you had it maybe, but you had yeah, a bit yeah. of a buzz, is what I'm saying. I think I because I did a few things around the coast, like it was local buzz. Like I just a few years before that, I was playing a lot of shows in the area, and I was like 
we're doing those Metrodome shows. Yeah, like yeah, all yeah. ages, bands and DJs. Yeah, I think Northern uh, had, a, Northern yeah, had a I did my, my EP launch and all that. Um, and then I was in that point, I was kind of like in between being a DJ, but then starting a band, a two-piece, me and my drummer called Airports right. around 2013. Um, and oh, then, is that how far back it goes? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, we toured for a long time and then 2017-ish, uh, Mossy, my drummer uh, in Brisbane, he... Uh, he left the project as an artist, still still drum for me, so yep. everything's sweet. Um, shout out Mossy, caught shout up recently. He's having a kid. What's up, Mossy? Kid on the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, Daddy Moss. Still never met Moss. Really? Yeah, I, st- I don't think we've ever oh, met. Jeez, okay. I feel like he's, you know, been a part of my life. For, I mean, as long as you have. But- <laughs> Vicariously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same, yeah, there's a few people that are like that. Uh, yeah, and then we, in an, uh, and then airports, just, and by then, Northy, I've already stopped being Northy, and airports had become just me. So I'm still... Airports as an artist. Yeah. Um, but as you know, we, we, I feel like a lot of us in maybe our age group, maybe where we're from, but we, we were like doing few and far between artistry, I call it, where like one song a year. Yeah. Right. And then like, oh, yeah. I played a show yeah, yeah, two yeah. years later. Yeah. I'm playing another show, guys. Like, <laughs> it's like, but now I'm on this road of being really consistent. Yeah. Like I have, I got releases all the rest of this year. Yeah. Everything's happening. Like it's, ha- it's actually happening because I've yep. got, um, we can go through this in detail, but overview, because uh, I've been a producer and uh, artist, musician, but I've also been dipping in and out of entrepreneurialism and business for like most of my life. And then a few years ago, I started a company um, called Sound Motor, and we do music for the dance industry and TV and commercials and, and like corporate music, all this stuff. Um, I've got a little team, and our mate, Harry Fox, who I met through you. Uh, not my mate. Oh, bit of a dickhead, actually. Yeah. Bit of a dickhead. Bit of a dickhead. Oh, hey, Chef. No, you guys are right. <laughs> so Harry uh, now is like my general manager at Sound Motor. Yeah. And we're like pretty much business partners. Yeah. So shout outs to you for introducing us. Yeah. And shout outs to Nick for introducing us. Oh, he d- yeah, did too. Yeah, yeah, shout out Kells. That's crazy. Big Kells. I call That's him Kells. Crazy. K-E-L-Z. So if he ever takes on like a, if he ever starts like a, um, a music project, um, I don't know if he will. No, he won't. I mean, he might. He might. I remember he did send me some bars back in the day. Ooh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. like when we first kind of met, like yeah, yeah. he showed me some bars and I, I can't remember my feedback. I think it was a little bit too constructive. I should have just been like, I should have just been like, yeah, good job. His continuing tra- trajectory into journalism is because of you and your criticism. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I was, I think I went through a phase where I was like trying to be too smart. Like whenever people would send me stuff, I'd like try to be too like not not critical, but like I would try to be trying to be too lyrical, spiritual. Yeah, essentially, <laughs> essentially, instead of instead of just like understanding that, like instead of understanding that everyone's just on a journey, mm. and you know, having a bit more of um, self awareness. To, to we were all that man. Like I, when you would have met me, and for years after that, I would have had hella ego. Like, but we both had yeah. ego deaths, I think, and that's what you get. At our age, you get yep. ego deaths. Or when you have Changa. I I would like to do ayahuasca or something at some yeah. point. So I haven't ch- done that. So it's like, oh, wait, Chang, no, I know what Changa is. Yeah, yeah Changa is like kind of. Yeah, yeah, my mate. It's a similar that. vibe. Okay. Is that like a tea or something you have like? Often? So you can. Um, I, smoke I got a mate all- who does it like every night. <laughs> okay, that's pretty hectic. Yeah. Because it is like, I mean, I suppose you'd kind of get used to he it. He stopped smoking weed and he, now he drinks like the Changa tea. Who's that? Oh, no, I no can't names. disclose. Yeah. 
I'm just he's, he's pretty enlightened. I'm, I'm peaking. I'm, I think we're peaking a little bit here. I'm just going to turn these down again because we're getting excited. You know, we are. We, it's we, pretty exciting over here. In the yeah, it is. Well, the thing is, yeah, we, we started a bit chill, and the and the levels look good, but then we started peaking a little bit. So I'll turn them down a bit. Seven K is sounding real shiny, though. Is it? Yeah. yeah. What's my uh, What's my four K looking like? <laughs> pretty dull, actually. <laughs> Do you hate that I'm an engineer? <laughs> no, I think it's like pretty fucking nerdy, but it's, it's cool. Lame, yeah. yeah, no, that's cool. Um, Not good content. Yeah, no, no, I'm, that's probably the clip right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your 7Ks looking pretty good. <laughs> God, don't, don't. No, no, um, what I was going to say was that. Yeah, won't go on TikTok, bro. No, no, no. <laughs> that ain't going viral, bro. No, no. Yeah, so Chang up. Um, <laughs> I don't know anything about it. Well, do you want me to tell you? Go on. So you smoke it, right? Well, I, I he was drinking it. it as tea. I think he can. Okay, I think he can. Obviously, but obviously, it's a different. I would say it's a different thing. Right, it becomes a different thing because the inhalation and the way that it just like, like I felt like you. I felt like I got sucked into an. I did. I got sucked into another world. I've gone through a vortex. Yeah, in my dreams. Right. Okay. Not Changa induced. I um that you know of. One time, I, I think it was after watching Inception. I had like the double layer dream once. Like yep. And I, I had like one dream and I heard, and I, I woke up in, in the dream, I woke up in my bed and I heard someone trying to break in through the back of the house yep. and like my mom's screaming or something yep. and I freaked out. I'm like, well, and then I realized in the dream, it's a dream. I'm like, all right, wake up. And then I, wait, was that the, or maybe that was the second layer. Was that the second layer? That was the second layer. So oh, I had shit. another dream and I was like, wake up. Then I had that one and I'm like, this is real. Wait, no, it's not. Wake up again. Both in, in the bed. Like, so it felt like I was. All of them were real. Yep. And then I was in that final layer and I was like, you've got to actually wake up. Yep. And then um, I kind of forced myself to wake up and I went th- through this like vortex above me. Mm. And it was the most intense feeling I ever felt. I that sounds terrifying. It. Yeah, it was because I was like, I'm going to die. Like it was so intense. It was like my soul being sucked through this vortex. Yeah. And then I actually woke up. Haven't had anything like that ever happen what, like, except did that you, one time. When was it? Long time ago, like many years ago, probably like 10 years ago or something. Do you know if any – did you do anything in particular around that time? Like no, that I, do, I, don't, I don't really do drugs. No, so. no, but, no, no, not just drugs, but like was there a like a really intense – Oh, right. Like I don't you, know. You know I mean, you'd been awake for a couple of days straight or like – No, no, I watched Inception. Oh, that was it? <laughs> no, nah, but I was also like back then I was big in, in church world. Yeah, yeah. As, as you know as well from your family, like mm. we grew up in like church. Facts. Uh, shout out <laughs> – G-O-D. Shout out G-O-D. Drake is who I'm talking about. <laughs> six, six, six. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and I, I think, I don't know, because since I've ventured kind of out of that and I've my spirituality has expanded a lot and I've, um, I think I can grasp more things. Apparently every seven years you grow, you grow more brain cells. So you really? Can, you can like, I remember around like 27, I was like, I went through this deconstruction of faith and then I left church and I, and I suddenly my mind could comprehend more. I could question more. Right. I don't know if that's because I kind of finally Dude, left. that's crazy. I, yeah. I don't know if that's cause like I lifted the veil on that or because like stored trauma had come up and it's like time to work on it. Oh yeah. Okay. All the above. Perfect concoction. Or it was that time with the brain development, but apparently like every, for women, I think it's like around mid twenties, men late twenties, early thirties, and we have that's why a lot of guys have existential existential crises at mm. like late twenties. Okay, um, apparently a lot of people do, and I definitely did 
and you just question everything, mm. but suddenly you can comprehend more. It's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know. Might be a thing. It's a push and pull. Yeah, yeah. So we're back to the dream. I never, I never know because a lot of my life I had like things under the surface that weren't, I, I hadn't consciously brought up and worked on. And then um, I think in, in religious, uh, religious institutions, those places are great for kind of like band-aiding what's underneath as well. Yep. Because um, you get to live in like a pseudo-moralism. It, don't get me wrong, they're beautiful. I think the world needs religion. And I, yep. I think that like a lot of the right intent is also within church and religion and stuff. And there's a, there's a lot of great things that come from that. I'm not dissing at all. Yep. I'm, a, I'm actually about it. But I think for me, my journey, I was like, man, I'm living under this uh, system because it's safe. It was literally safety in a community that I never had. Yep. Um, also, when you have a dysregula- dysregulated upbringing and family, you look for safety and you find it in places like that. Yep. I found man in a gang. Facts. Still, still in it to this day. Drillers over here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's actually that's actually a really great point. What was that word you said? Um, pseudo moral, moral, moral. I made that up just then. <laughs> that was very smart. I, I was sound, like, I sounded good. Hey, I was like, <laughs> holy shit! This motherfucker just grew some more brain cells right Seven K. Pseudo moralism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lyrical, spiritual. Seven K. Drillers. Miracle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that was actually. Um, that was a really cool word, but I, I, you can have it. You can write it down on your, on your empty pad. There. I might make note. He's doing, he's doing a <laughs> ghost write. Oh yeah. Uh, all right. So that was like twenty seven. You grew your brain cells. You had this. Um, Ish. Yeah. 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 I went deep real quick and started a potty, bro. That yeah, yeah. Crazy. Where do we go from here? I don't know. Maybe talk about music. No, 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 no. no. I kind of, I kind of want to um, just touch on that point though, because I, I feel very similar. Because I, I had a pretty similar. That's why I brought it up. Yeah, I had mm. a pretty similar experience around that age, like twenty seven, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. when I moved to like Newtown, and I was Your like, reality breaks a little. Totally. You don't know who you are. I, I, said, I said to one of my friends once, I was like. You feel like you you know yourself more than ever before, but you st- but you know, what was it? I said it was really good. We can cut this into into content right here. Yep. <laughs> uh, I said to her like, you feel like you you are more aware of yourself and you know yourself better than you have before, but you're just as equally lost, or you're yep. more lost. Well, because you you expand your your breadth of like knowing, but you also expand your breadth of. Not knowing. And questioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also questioning your identity. Like you're kind of like, okay, who am I really? Because you suddenly you're like, what's my identity um, beyond what I do for an occupation? Yep. Who I'm around? Yep. Or, you know, you, you know uh, societal identity factors. Like who really am I? And I think at that point, if you're a, a white male, you discover Jordan Peterson. <laughs> or Joe Rogan. Both. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> together in the same podcast. Yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um it's an interesting age, but I feel like I've really gotten through that now. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I know more of myself, I know who I am, I know what I want out of life. I also realize like life is experience. Yep. You kind of like I have goals with business, with music, creativity, with life, but I think there's like, or you realize what actually keeps you going. Like yep. for me anyway, I love, like I had a mate ask me this, like what's the ideal kind of 
I know, show to you or, or experience as an artist, as a music artist. Yep. And I was like, it's not just playing a cool show. You know, some people are like, oh, I want to play to X amount of millions of people yeah, or right. whatever, right? To me, it's not really that. It's like I love playing a great show that people are connecting with, but I really love talking to people afterwards. I really like conversations like this. Yep. I like it when I go to a city and I, I meet people and then we're like just hanging out all night talking yep. and connecting and just making really good you know, friendships and having really deep conversation. Um, I, and, and then I realized that my life is about connection. Yep. Like, so th- through music and creativity, I want to connect to the listener and to people, but then I also want to connect with people. And then I also want to like them to then be inspired to do whatever their form of connection or, or their higher higher energy kind of is. Um, so it's like using the music as a vehicle to actually start those conversations. I mean, not always. It's also an outlet. Like I know that my, for instance, I know my nervous system is regulated when I'm creating. Oh, okay. Yep. I don't feel any better. Literally in my physical body, mm. I, I don't feel any better than when I'm creating. Yep. For whatever reason. Is that... Is that the whole process or is that just writing a song or are you talking like... It could be performing, creating, writing, as long as I love it. Okay. If it's like a job, like for instance, when I was with Harry Fox recently, yep. we were working on some music. Um, we both noticed that when we're in the studio and we're working on like a job that we don't, like we're just getting it done, but we may not particularly love it. Mm. We're both doing some big like, like we every now and then we do a big breath out yeah and we're like well that's actually you going like i'm just tolerating this yeah just getting through this like breathe and get through it yeah yeah. but then when we're working on our music we're like jumping up and down we're ecstatic we love it we're having fun yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. um so as a performer that can be on stage off stage in the studio it could be filming a video anything Mm -hmm. um and i just noticed myself that i feel the best when i do that and and my theory for that is is i think and this is going very deep I think a lot of hyper creative individuals have had some form of um, dysregulation in their whole being and maybe nervous system. Mm-hmm. Most often from early developmental trauma or some other kind of trauma in their life, probably when they were young. And then creativity is an outlet because it's like a perfect cathartic, cathartic escape. Um, it lends you a voice. So you, you get your voice heard when you put that thing down on paper, when you sing, when you create. That's your voice being heard. Um, and then for me, I know my personality type, I, I want significance. Yep. Like I love being significant. Yep. I used to confuse that with ego. I used mm. to be like, my significance should be fame and I should be the best. Yep. I've gotten through that now and I'm like, I don't, I actually feel kind of yuck if like I'm too praised. Yeah. I feel kind of yuck. It's like, uh, don't put it on me because now I realize everybody's got their special thing. Yeah. And everybody's got their hierarchy of values and needs. Yep. My one happens to be significance freedom, innovation, creativity, mm-hmm. those things. Um, to other people, it's different. Some people want security mm-hmm. and family and all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think creatives, we have a, most of us probably have had stuff happen where we needed to lean on creativity to feel our full self, to feel regulated, to feel happy. Mm-hmm. And then from that, we it turns into a lifestyle or career choice, which, um, has rewards to it. Mm-hmm. But then that's also why you get artists that go through that whole rock star thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like you're, they start with creating when they're young, yep. trying to escape. Maybe they got a bad family life at home or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Trying to escape that. They feel good. Then they get recognition from it from other people and whether school or whatever online, they're like, oh, people actually, I'm, I'm being heard. My voice is being heard. I'm yep. being significant again. I'm, 
I, I feel like I have a voice and people listen to me. Mm-hmm. And then um, you get that hit, that dopamine hit. The ego. from provide, Well, it's a dopamine hit, but yep. it can turn into that. And then, and then suddenly maybe that turns into like a really big drive. Like I have to keep growing, getting bigger, better, more famous, more successful because that's the dopamine cycle. Yeah. And then... Um, more, more, more. Because if I go backwards and suddenly I'm not recognized... Less significant. I'm not significant. Yeah. My, my values just dropped. Mm-hmm. Not true at all. Mm-hmm. And I think you and me have had to go through those rock bottom times. I've had to have the ego death to realize my significance as a human and as a person doesn't change with what I'm doing. Yeah. And I think being in like good relationships, having the right people, family, partners around you, that helps you go, I can just be me. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do anything fancy mm-hmm. and I'm still accepted and loved. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of creatives need that but don't have it mm-hmm. or don't know they have it. Mm-hmm. They might not even recognize it in their life. Yeah. Um, and that's why you see a lot of people get into the chaotic lifestyle, going too far, leaning into the chaos uh, of being a creative or even being a successful, say, artist because then um, – and then that's, that's why you see people like they might get famous. I mean, let's let's think like the classic '80s rock star archetype. Yeah, yeah. They get famous and then they start like it, it just peaks and then they start kind of falling off or they're not they're no longer like popular. They're not selling records. Then they develop a drug habit, and, like mm-hmm. you know, because they need to fill that void. Yep. And and I think like that's almost like the journey I feel like I've been on, even though I'm not like super famous. I just have going through little micro up and down roller coaster of that stuff. Yeah. And not drugs, but like just the, the psychological little hurdles, cycle, little, little hurdles, ups and downs, uh, whether it's with music or business or personally. Yep. And it's interesting to learn that to, where I feel like I'm at now is I feel like I stopped, I stopped doing artistry for myself to be recognizing significance and then I picked up business and then I, I, I made like, you know, I, I, I did the, the cash flow thing. I did the financials. I got that right through business. And then that was half the problem. I'm like, I don't have stress anymore. I'm not like desperate for money through artistry to make it because I have it here. Right. But I was still unfulfilled because my, when I'm living my best self is when I'm creating and I have an outlet and have a voice. So I'm like, okay, I could do business forever and, and be well off and still have like my friends, family, everyone around me to give me like my belonging, but I'm still craving something over here, mm. which is me. It's my full purpose and identity, which I think for me in this time in my life is artistry and having a voice as a singer, songwriter, you know, yep. creator. So now I think I'm doing it more from a more calm place where I'm like, all right, I don't have big expectations. I'm not going to rack up these Spotify numbers in this week or whatever. I don't really think about that anymore. I'm just like, I just want, this to slowly build. I want this to get like every record to get better. Mm. I want to better myself. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, like there's indicators and I want to be successful, but <clears throat> I don't know. I'm just not as desperate anymore. Yeah. I, I see. I just want to enjoy it. Mm. Like I'd rather enjoy it. It's almost like you'd rather be a, like a, for instance, like a Russ mm-hmm. who he's not a beaver, no. but he's got all the freedom. 100%. And you know, give me a Russ every day of the week. That, that's what I mean. So I think maturing and getting a bit older, um, I know for me, I can't speak for everyone, but for me, I would have, I would have chose the Beaver card, you know, of, of fame level I'm talking. I think everyone chooses that when they're slightly younger and they haven't gone through that ego death and they haven't yeah. experienced just how consuming it can be to want to be, you know, famous, I guess. Like Absolutely. once you, once you realize just how um, shit that actually is, 
Yeah, mm. everyone wants that um, uh, kind the of rush trajectory. Well, well, yeah. everyone everyone wants the everyone wants that first, mm. but then once you realize just how shit it is, you're like, oh shit, give me that rush trajectory because yeah, yeah, that yeah. shit lasts for a lifetime. Yeah, like the Bieber thing. Like, yeah, sure, he's going to make it last for a lifetime, but that's a one in fucking billion chance. But that's also like I think a lot of I see a lot of younger people now creators going through that same. This same journey I'm talking about, like right now, I've uh, this week I've been around some TikTok guys and they're killing it. And and the scene and the community reminds me of how it was to me years ago in music. Yep. And um, it's very interesting to see. And I love what they're doing and I love the new generation and how they create and their pace and their hustle and everything. It's so mm. cool. Um, I heard on Logan Paul's podcast, I think, I can't remember who they were interviewing, but they were talking about like how young, younger, like Gen Z, they have way better avenues online to yep. become successful really quickly. And yep. that's amazing because they can build careers yep. really quickly if they, if they work hard and they're talented and what, or not even talented, just they work hard, mm. you know, hard work out, outworks talent. Mm. But, um, you know, and then, but, but they, it's almost like they got further to fall because that's they can point. build so quick. Yeah. And what happens when they do get the ego death yep. that we've talked about that we've gone to to some degree. Yep. Um, Going to hit fucking a million times harder. Well, it might or might not. Yeah. We don't know. It's yep. up to the individual. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. Even just like building that gratification and, and significance in the world, in community being, I guess, a front facing person or figure. It's not for everyone, but there's a lot of people thinking now they need to do it because it is more open to everyone yep. because of online platforms we have. Yeah. Because of girls who can go and do OnlyFans and get their dopamine hit from that. Even, you know, that may not be what they want to do, ever wanted to do. Yeah. Or, or like a, a guy too. It's not, it's not, um, it's, no, it's not specific to gender. It's just an example, but. No. Little yeah. Golo. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he's. He's funny, man. I love he's him. Killing it. I he's killing I love him legend. so much. He's so funny. <laughs> oh, man. He's such a funny fucker. Last night he, he was watching the – did you see the video of him taking the no. TV off the wall? No, I haven't been online much this week. Uh, he um, – last night it, the origin was on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes for Queensland for some reason. And um, hey, I'm a Queenslander now, mate. Come on. Yeah, well, go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> so you're, he, you're a Victorian. Yeah. We're, bro- bo- we're both New South Wales. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah. Blue till I die. Um, and I don't he, care, bro. I don't watch sports. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but he's at, he's at the, he's at like the local, and he's watching the Origin. He puts up an Instagram story saying, "If um, New South Wales score another try, yeah. I'm ripping the TV off the wall and walking out." Oh, he would do. That. And then the very next story <laughs> is him grabbing the TV at the pub. He's at the pub. He rips the TV off the wall at the pub, oh, and there's people everywhere just having a beer. He's walking out with the t- with the TV under his arm, and he's homies. I don't know who's filming, he but would. someone's filming, and they're just fucking pissing themselves, laughing. He walks outside, throws the TV in the bin. Oh my god! No one's no one no, no one, one stopped in. No one did anything. The the NPC theory that most people are just NPCs. What's that mean? Non playable character. Well, you know, like in GTA or something, and they're oh, like, right, 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 they're right. just like the like every all the people in the street in the game that are just AI. And Keep they talking. Just, they just exist. Like they're just sitting there, standing there. What are you doing? I see. I see. What's crazy is there's a pattern that turn, because this turn this turns off every um, like this turns off after like an hour. 
Ah, okay. We're, so, not, we're not that far into it. No, no, we're not. But when when it gets here, I want to know. Topically, so. we are. Topically, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, NPCs are so, like non-playable characters. Right. Like in GTA when like the random people in yeah, the street yeah, yeah. and they just have that, they have their like go-to dialogue lines. Have you seen that girl on TikTok and she walks into like the shop like the GTA stripper in San Andreas? And she walks like yeah, it's so funny. No, that sounds funny. And she like opens the door in the fridge. She's like, <laughs> it's so just good. like full jerks it open. Yeah, yeah, it's so funny. But yeah, I, I had a friend who has a theory that like the world has a lot of NPCs, and you 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 stand in a crowd and you yell at them and no one reacts, yeah. or you do something like that, pull the TV down, no one reacts. <laughs> It honestly felt like that. Like yeah, watching yeah, yeah. this video, I'm like, people none just of like, the other people are real. Yes. Like they, it's, yeah. like they, it's like they have key um, like triggers, so yeah. only certain triggers. Do if something. you don't go near them, there's yeah, no yeah. line. Yeah. That's there's, nothing, there's no interaction at all. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> oh, that's actually quite funny. How Joe Rogan are we getting with this? We're getting into like the eclectic left field yeah. conspiracy theories. <laughs> oh, God. I'll tell you what. I, Dave, Dave called me this morning, um, my brother, and uh, I think he just – called to maybe catch up and then fucking 45 minutes later we're deep 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 into this philosophical kind of like uh conversation on tangents that were like we neither of us prepared for and um yeah it was it was full on obviously like off the back of like some of the stuff that's happened recently with the roe versus wade scenario and and other other things but um yeah and after after like 30 minutes of this conversation i was like Oh, fuck. Now that's too deep. We need to, how the fuck are you? Like, let's just do a quick little like chit chat back and forth. Yeah. Let's just go. Cause we started with the deep shit. That's what we just did. (laughs) That's great. I love it. We started with deep deep chats. Yeah, no, it was was actually really good. That's Um, my hierarchy of needs. Deep conversation. hundred percent. So where are we at now? What's, what's next on the agenda for airports? Um, I have a song coming. So I just had my first single in like probably two years come out, yeah. um, like a month ago called Second to Breathe. Yeah. Um, hey, he knows. Yes. Got my scream on, which I don't yeah, usually yeah. do. So I'm experimenting like, with new, I liked like, it. thank you. I'm experimenting with new, like vocal dynamics, uh-huh. which I love. Um, so it's kind of like going more into my pop punk roots. Cause I, I grew up in pop punk bands. Yeah. Um, it's kind of mixing that with like, yeah, let's go. I put that, uh, I got that like MySpace thing and bring it back. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bring yeah, back yeah. the fringe. Yeah. Nah, so I, I d- I'm doing like pop punk kind of, but more refined, you know, like uh digestible pop. Yeah. Like Machine Gun Kelly, but like more, a bit more pop. Yeah. Like but more, trying not to be cheesy at the same time. Yeah. Instead of like a 50, 50 split, it's more like 70, 30 pop punk. Yeah. And, and, but my new song coming out, on July 6th, so it's like two weeks from this recording, um, that is like a straight-up pop-punk song. And I've got uh, a dude named Young Aaron, another Aaron. We're both named Aaron. Oh, shit. You're yep. doubling up with the Aarons. Double, doubling up in the Aarons. I need I need Lil Aaron on the on another feature so I get all the Aarons on my EP. But for now we've got Young Aaron. Okay. He's killing the TikTok game. Is there an actual Lil Aaron? There is. You don't know Lil Aaron? No. From the States? Oh, he's dope. Okay. So. Um, I'm sure all you Aarons hang out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sick. Um, so young Aaron from Melbourne yeah. is on my new song. Uh, and this is his vocal debut. Oh, wow. And he's surprisingly good. Okay. What's he do? Is so he, he, he is a TikTok creator. Okay. Uh, he has, he hit 4 million followers last night. 4 mil. Yep. So he, you see him running around Melbourne. He's got pink hair. Unintentionally, I I planned this before we met. 
And then I got it. I'm like, man, now we both in court. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> you need the slap. <laughs> slap. So we're, we're both named Aaron. We've both got pink, pink hair. hair. We're both on a song. What do you what, want? What could go wrong? I know. <laughs> so at the moment, like, I just been down here working on that with him and right. um, getting around like the some other creators. Um, it's really cool. Yeah, it's really cool to see because like I, I'm starting TikTok, but I haven't really done much on it yet. Yep. And to see these guys so far along, it's just so inspiring to yep. see. Like, I love their hustle. What's his What's his content? What kind of content? It's like prank humor content. Okay. So the you know the demographics a bit younger, mm-hmm. um, but like. It's it's funny stuff. Like they, they they got balls, man. Like they go out there and they're talking to people in the street every day and they're doing pranks and stuff. Like yeah. it's uh I mean when I was really young, I was like actually breaking stuff with my friends in public. Yeah. Like <laughs> so um they're breaking, not breaking hearts. Uh, no, nah, that that's <laughs> this young Aaron didn't have any game. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh but yeah, so that's sick. So he's on a song, uh it's a really cool song, it's pop punk. How did that um, um how did that come we, we connected through Insta. Um, so he wants to get into music and we were just chatting about that and I'm like, I want to get into TikTok. Made it work. Fuck yeah. And surprisingly, he's he's got it. Like he he can do it. Yeah, he will cool. do it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're just surviving, seeing what happens. So he can do music. Can you do TikTok? I will try, sir. <laughs> I mean, the last music video I debuted it on tiktok yeah and it got like 100k views which yeah is cool. i've seen some of your TikToks. for, for a little good. tiktok guy at the moment yeah, i'm great. a little tiktok guy yeah little I mean, tiktok surely there's a rapper out there that got a little tiktok <laughs> <laughs> that's me bro <laughs> he only has three second videos <sighs> little three TikTok. second bars yeah yo i was gonna and then he just <laughs> like, <Lyrical> spirit. <laughs> yeah he just gets halfway through lines Ooh. and then it cuts out that's terrible content bro <laughs> Not viral, mid viral, mid viral, mid viral. Not not hell viral, just no, a mid tier viral. viral. So what? Um, yeah. Have Have you kind of thought about how you're going to tackle the TikTok uh, game? Um, well, it's good to be around other creators that are killing it. Just think, it's insp- yeah. It helps me. Like, okay, I noticed there's a mindset with yep. millennials, with us and and Gen Z. Yep. So, like every millennial I talk to, unless they're already doing TikTok, um. And there's not many, and especially artists. Mm. Everyone's got a problem. They're like, "Oh, don't tell me about TikTok. Oh, the labels trying to tell me to do TikTok. Really? Oh, the industry wants because the whole industry is like, build on there. That's the avenue right now. Yep. Build on there. Yeah. Because and I was talking to my mate about it. Like, when we were young, the avenue that indicated success was like being on TV, being yep. on radio. Yep. Um, that's why if you, <laughs> I know for me, like my dad doesn't really ask me about what I'm doing with my music. But if I was on TV, it's a big deal to him and his friends. Yeah, you know. Sure. Yep. And it's probably the same for most parents. Mm-hmm. That was the avenue. And then for us, like we had, we had social networks and we had YouTube and all that. But there was never an avenue with quick growth like there is now on TikTok. Yep. So younger people have naturally, like Gen Z, in their school years, at least the end of their school years. They have that avenue. Straight they, away. So by the time they're finished school, a lot of these people, these kids are already blowing up. Yeah. And it's it's so different, you know. Like yep. I felt like we kind of had that with MySpace. It was different though. Um, but this is a like very big scale. Do you think early Instagram, like 2014 Definitely. Instagram? Oh, yeah, yeah. Instagram for sure. 2014 Instagram? But I think it's different because now you can become famous for anything. Yeah. Literally anything. 
that's if you do if you execute it well and correctly and yep. you know how to like make what people want to watch yep it can work and i and i don't think there's ever been an avenue or platform like this yeah so um you know these guys tend to build very quickly once they commit to what they're doing in the content yep um so I think there's a big disconnect between millennials and Gen Z's mindset around it mm-hmm. because also by the time that these platforms were around, like that an avenue where you can build really quick, we'd already gotten older and we're like, well, we have to make money. So we're already deep into like a career, a job, uh, a business or something, you know. We're, we're already trying to get life together. But if you come out of high school and, and you're in that age where like you can do and you've got a bit of time to do what you want yeah. and you've got this avenue that you can be like, I could be famous in one year. Mm. and they do it yeah we didn't have that nah you know it's a good point so i think that's why there's a lot of millennials that are like kind of against the platform yep i'm not against it i fucking love it yeah you 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 and your brother on all time i do love it Mm. i just i know i've struggled with the output recently like i need to get better at batching yeah it's um it's a lot of work i think as well like you know, for, for our age group, to us it's a lot of work. Maybe to Gen Z's it's not. Yeah. It's kind of normal. Well, they, they don't have, I mean, like, sorry, they, <laughs> those darned kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like what, what you said before is like super true. Like, yeah, we've got to go like make incomes. And um, there's a lot to juggle. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot to juggle. Yeah, so yeah. like, you know, when I was, um b- before I took on these two jobs when I was trading and I had a little mm. bit more da- like daytime free, yeah. I would actually finish trading at like, you know, 11, 11.30, whatever. And then I'd go spend maybe two hours. I'd like look through TikTok, mm. check out what's happening. Research. Research. Yeah, yeah. And then I'd make my four TikToks. Yeah, great. And then I'd do that in like two, two and a half, maybe three hours, depending on how much effort I put That's in. That's an amazing commitment. And then, I, and then the day would be done. It's hard, to f- hard for me to find one hour to do that. Yeah, totally, yeah. totally. But now that I've gone back to like working, um, like yeah. jobs, okay. it's so fucking hard to do. Yeah, it is. It's really hard. Um, but I mean... Look, for instance, Aaron, he, he he built for nothing to four million in like one year. Yeah. You know, I got another mate, eight million in one year. Like it's crazy, yeah. bro. Like it, it, it once you get it. sounded it, like you were about to do like a full roll off. You're like, another mate. Fifteen million in one year. Another mate. Fifty eight million. One. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like, it's funny, there's like these um the online kind of um uh, e-commerce guys, like there's there's one that me and Luke bought bought a course off. His name's Iman Gadji. Yeah. Um, he's like a you know young, super successful online yeah, yeah. Ob- entrepreneur kind of guy. And and he, when he talks about numbers, he always rattles off like seven numbers in a row. So as an example, <laughs> he'll he'll be like, you know, sometimes you know sometimes in a month I make like five five ten fifteen twenty twenty five thirty k. <laughs> I'm like, just say like a range. He or just say, counts in fives, bro. That's or like, <laughs> you know, or or like I'm a I'm a I'm a five figure, six figure, seven figure, eight figure, you know, kind of like a marketer. This I'm like, just, loves numbers, bro. <laughs> yeah, he would just he just rattles off numbers yeah, and like yeah. me and he just me, likes counting. He just likes counting. Yeah, He's the count. Yeah, yeah. He voices the count on um, Sesame Street. Shout out one of my housemates who. Was an accountant and we call him fractions. He's always, he's real, he's real quick at maths, bro. Like quick maths. Quick maths. All time. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. But yeah, if you, I feel like now I'm talking to artists who are like, you know, mid twenties and up. I feel like that's the cutoff. Mid twenties and up, you hate, you don't, like you despise TikTok. Yeah. Um, And then. Is it really that? It's it's weird. Like, I mean, I'm obviously not for sure, but um, 
I just, like I talked to people this weekend, I, I went from hanging out with the TikTok kids and I went to like hang out with some other guys at like 25 and up and they were like, oh, don't talk about TikTok. Do you I know what I, th- so I, think- I have to do it. The yeah. label told me to do it. It's like, yeah, because. Because it like, works. The, it, like, don't you want to succeed? It's a platform yeah. with attention. That's where the attention's at. I feel like you and me though, we've always been really good at adapting and like. Late. What, <laughs> what do you mean? I feel late. I, 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 I was telling my friends two years ago. No, but it doesn't matter. No, I know. I was telling my friends two years ago to do TikTok, but I wasn't doing it. Yeah. Like I had a problem doing it because I couldn't <laughs> figure out what to do because I didn't know what to do. I didn't, I didn't want like, I'm like, I don't want to get known for something that I don't want to do. Yeah. As an artist, as a music artist, it's actually pretty hard. It is. It you is. don't want to be known as a cover artist. No, but, but I, th- but I think this is, this, uh, but this know. is where, I think you said this to me not, not too long ago. I think you said something along the lines of, um, I don't know what we're talking about, but you said like if you can't blow up on TikTok, then or if you can't show your personality on TikTok or something like that, mm. then why would a, a label or a, or a major audience ever yeah. want to look at you anyway? It's a litmus test for performers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If totally. you can engage an audience on that, you know they don't need to question that you can play a show. Yeah, and engage an audience. And you've actually got like here's the thing: if I if I can um, show up and like say something to even a small audience that I'm trying to build on TikTok, mm. I have something to say. Yep. If I can't, then I'm just a guy mm-hmm. fucking with my dick in my hand. It's like yep. most of these, um, there's a lot of rappers in the country right now that, you know, on a drill beat, they're hard as fuck and they can like, you know, they can sell whatever story they're trying to do. But if you put them on like a, a TikTok four times a day for like two months, by the by the end of the first week, they'll have nothing to say because – they mm. honestly they don't have like um they don't have like a story. It's, it's character. It's yeah yeah yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's charisma. It's charisma, and it's yeah, like yeah. you need. To but be- it is hard because what because now like we've got everyone being an overt influencer as an artist, right? Yep. That's what people are looking for. So now we've lost the mystique artist. We've lost the weekends. Yeah, but to, you know? to be honest, and, and the pendulum will swing. Everybody will be. It over. will. It, it will. It'll go back. It will. At some will. point, we don't know how, but it will. Like it will. I think the mystique got overdone a little bit. I remember there was like that's there yeah, was like yeah. artists in like masks. Twenty fourteen, like, fifteen, sixteen. That was like everyone was like ooh, the, everyone's edgy. name was yeah. Everyone's name there was like no um, vowels. Yeah, you know everyone X's. Everyone's and no vowels, X's. Yeah. And, and then everyone was and then like Billie Eilish happened and it was like and all the bedroom pop artists were like oh I got to be edgy and dark and like yeah. and then now it's just like I got to be bright and out there and everything and everything I got to be saying it all. You gotta know exactly what I'm thinking all of the time. Nah, but I think there's still room. There's still room. You can do one niche thing and still have a lot. Uh, like people will still want to know more about you. I think. Yep. I think there's a way. Um, watch me crack it. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. Where's the it. eggs? Get the man an egg. Yeah. He's ready to crack it. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. <laughs> Let's go. Don't keep me hanging, sir. That was good. That was perfect. I didn't know what the blue button did, but I hit it. Well, we, yeah. (laughs) That's that's kind of my life motto as well. That's crazy. (laughs) Don't know what it. Don't know what it is, but I hit it. Does but hit it. (laughs) No, that's that's horrible content. No, we'll cut that up. That that'll go in there. Um, I can't believe that that was that was perfect. That was perfect. Wow, that was really good. It's like we planned it. Earlier. I didn't even know you had samples on it. I just wanted to hit a button. Hopefully it didn't stop recording. <laughs> no, no, no. That'll, that'll be in there. Hopefully that's the 7K uh, shelf boost. <laughs> <laughs> no, stop that. Um, uh, fuck, what were we going to say? Um, 
What was the last thing you said? Oh, the crack it, the crack it. Yeah, so yep. I uh, – do you have a goal for like post per day? Have you started thinking about stuff like that yet? Uh, no. No. I'm Too far. Just, I want quality over quantity. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm still figuring out the best thing for me to do. Yeah. Which, you know, I, I don't want to be – I've tried in the past to do – little things that aren't me and it just, it, it feels not, it feels wrong. It's not me. It's like, you know, so I think every creator has to just be themselves, but obviously like you have to somehow conform yourself to the avenue that, which has the attention. Totally. Adapting it to, to, to suit your actual yeah, niche. Yeah. And I'm still finding that. So when, so I, I, I noticed you were getting a little bit of traction with the, around the Irma Heard, um, Johnny Depp kind of trial. Cause I like, I like deep chats. I've talked, I've, uh, had kind of a history uh, educating myself about narcissistic narcissistic abuse. Yep. And obviously the 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 Johnny Depp case was like such a big talking point for all those people who are like I've been narcissistically abused. He's going through it. Yep. To, to anyone who's been through it, it's extremely obvious what he was going through. Yeah. Um I think the people who haven't gone through it are the ones who can't see what it is and they're like maybe she is like not guilty, you know, yep. whatever you think, that's cool because um, I think people are people, humans are humans. Every human has the same ability uh, to be good or evil. Yep. Um, I don't think anyone's exempt from that. Yep. And, you know, so obviously right. everything's subjective and, and we never truly know, but um, there's just some things that if you've been through it, you can tell. Yep. And the internet was full of comment sections and videos everywhere of people who have been through narcissistic abuse, yep. had their own Amber Heard mm. and were like, he really is copying this. Yeah. Like he's actually, that's real. Yeah. And I felt like one of those people. Mm-hmm. So, you know. You spoke I'm, your mind on it. So it, it felt good because um, having gone through a similar relationship, not, not to that big of a degree, but um, – I felt like his case was almost giving people in our situation a bit of life. Yeah. It was like... Hope that you can actually speak out and... Yeah, just... It's that your voice being heard thing again. Yeah. Because people want their voice to be heard. And and I was like, I can talk on that. I I feel like that. I I really feel... I was feeling vindicated watching that case unfold. Um, Yep. And it's not even a gender thing. No. I think... But I think that was also important about the case that was like, hey, men can also be abused. manipulated abused yep. in many forms so <clears throat> yeah it's um i think it was an important case yep that that's about it yeah so i talked a little bit on it and then i saw ever like the internet kind of flooded to it so i was like i'm not going to do content in that anymore but Don't i do to. i do actually think that was like a not a bad um kind of case study for you as to um you know when you when you talk about the things that you know well Yes. People gravitate toward it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the things that you know well that you've being studied. Authentic. Yeah, it's being authentic. You weren't, mm-hmm. you weren't trying to jump on a trend. You were just like, oh, this is relevant to a situation that I've dealt with. This is my thoughts on it. This is mm-hmm. what I've experienced. Yep. And people did gravitate toward it. And so I think it's a really good case study. Like, and that's really it at the end of the day. Like all you can do mm-hmm. is talk on what you know, mm-hmm. uh, speak from the heart. And honestly, that's, that's all you want. Like the thing we were talking about earlier that – um. Uh, significance. Yes. That's where you get your significance by speaking yep. your truth and finding your little pocket. It doesn't have to be 5 million people. It could be 500. Yeah. But if those 500 listen to- Well, you to, found that with your trading. 100%. You blew up on Twitter. Being I wouldn't say blew a, up, but- uh, you, Blew up enough. 
for a Central Coast yeah. independent rapper. <laughs> I blew the fuck. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 for that I did. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Good point. Yeah, but like I, I went to Twitter. I'm like, whoa, Sav has all his followers suddenly. Yeah. Now I realized you were talking about trading. That's your niche. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, you know, that you never know. That could be me with Web3 NFT music. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, is that where you're <laughs> at? I, I'm starting to get into it. Like I haven't done a lot there, but I will be. Yeah, it's, okay. it's on my It's on my roadmap. I know so, there's, someone, there's someone who you have to meet. Do you know uh, a guy named Brock from Together Agency? No. you got to meet Brock. Yeah, sick. He has a podcast called The NFT Project. Okay. They talk about Web3. Yeah, I've cool. been listening to them religiously. Right. I've connected with Brock. He's a fucking great guy. Mm. He, he's big on TikTok. He loves TikTok. He's really good on TikTok. I think I saw you share his stuff. And I think I've seen his stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. He's, and he's all about helping artists but also yeah, yeah. communicating like Web3 concepts and just mm. he's, he yeah, just yeah. wants to help people. That's actually something that I've, I feel like I'd like to do as well, like communicating um, – to music fans, yep. the advantages of it. But, I mean, yeah, I'm rolling out some stuff with uh, Emanate, which is a Australian-founded uh, Web3 music streaming platform. Oh, So kind of like Spotify, okay. but on Web3. Uh-huh. So artists, you know, can upload their music, get instantly paid through tokens. Mm-hmm. Um, instantly, can, so like per stream? Literally instantly. Like, you pay the str- like, like someone you- plays it and a second later there's a coin in your wallet. Oh, okay, that's fucking dope. Yeah. Um, so Have they launched? Yeah, they're out. Oh shit! Okay. Emanate. So I'll be doing some stuff, some cool stuff with them, uh, in regards to music, NFTs, and all that mm-hmm. for Airports Project. Oh, okay. At some point, so that's uh, that's coming too. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fucking heaps cool. Yeah, I I want to try. Like, I just want to try. Okay. I think I think it's cool. I did my um with Credit Crunch. I actually did my first. That's dance. a dope song, man. Yeah, that's you like, like it? one of my favorite, oh, if you. not my favorite song by you. Oh, thank you. It's in the pocket. It. Yeah. You know, I think artists... The rapping was tight. Yeah, but everything was. It was everything together. Yeah, yeah. Even vocal tone. Like we we did a few songs back in the day where you just like, your tone was just on. Yeah. And that's the point. I, I, as a producer who has produced many artists, I and myself, I really know that like when you hear uh, like a hit record by a big artist, mm. everything on that record was on point yeah the vocal tone had to be right that day yeah or they had to be warmed up to a degree yeah and a professional singer or vocalist would make sure that they're warmed up like i know that when i when i go in to sing i have to maybe take about two hours of warming up until i hit the sweet spot in my tone yep where everything feels effortless yeah and you know you were on that that day i think this new record you're on that mm. a lot of people though don't realize this stuff yeah and they just go in you know, kind of dry cold. and just yeah. cold. Yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then they do their vocal takes. They get it done. They're like, that's relatively good. Yeah. Even, Take it off. Even producers, anything songwriting, like you have, it's like an athlete. Like you can't perform your best till you're really warmed up. 100%. Yep. And and I don't think musicians think about that enough. Yeah. Oh, um, I, def- I mean, like I, I definitely don't. Like I, I don't even know. I think I actually in that scenario, I... I didn't even, but I just, the circumstance and the person that I was recording with, it was just a really good environment. Um, mm. He, like just working with him, I felt really comfortable and yeah, yeah. Energy I, was right. The energy was right. And yeah, I just, I did, I managed to, I managed to get into a place that I was like really comfortable with. And mm. I was actually, it was the first time that I'd recorded with anyone outside of like Luke for like three years really. Mm. And I was a bit nervous. I was like going no, on a first sick. date. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. I mean, someone got laid. Yeah, 
Metaphorically speaking. Metaphorically speaking, yeah, yes. It was yeah. a good date. It was really good. Um, <laughs> it's a good song. So what were you saying? You said it for Credit Crunch. Credit Crunch. Web3? Yeah, so I, with Credit Crunch, I did my first um, NFT. Really? Yeah, minting. I think I, I missed min- that. I'm sorry. I minted, I minted uh, 50. Yep. And um, I'll send you one if you want. What do you I use? Still got, uh, I, I used uh, Mint Songs. And then, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then I, um, I, 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 think I'm, I think you make them on Mint Songs and then you... Mm-hmm. And then you upload the um, collection to um, OpenSea. OpenSea. And people buy them and put in their wallet. Yeah, but I didn't, I just gave them away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah because cool. I just kind of wanted to do test it. the waters. Test the waters. Yeah, yeah. Give, yeah so cool. I gave away like, I think 10, maybe just under 10. Yep. Um, obviously, it's still pretty new. Not, not a lot of people have. A few people went and created their wallets and um, MetaMask wallet and, mm. and kind of set it up so I could send them one, which is cool. That's sick. But I just basically no. said, if anyone has a wallet, let me know and I'll, I'll send you a little gift because I, I, I never really had an intention for that, but I feel like that will obviously, yeah, test the waters, but also set a, a, a scene for like in a, in a couple of years' time if I want to be like, hey, mm. you know, if you got this, like if I'm successful enough. It's an access I'll, token. Access, yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, that's yeah. what it'll be. Um, so, yeah, it was fun. It was a fun little little yeah, project. It's it's cool. It's... um. It's a good space to look at for the future, that's for sure. Totally. totally. Once we haven't had mass adoption yet, so. No, we're so, like, and that's Very a thing, early. that's a thing uh, like Brock. We're not too late after all. <laughs> you know what I was saying before, <laughs> we're late on trends. Like, Dude, this, this, this actually, <laughs> this is, I think this is what our lives have been building to this moment. Yeah, it's crazy. Because hey? what, What's weird is that there's a lot of, like just thinking about generations again and going back to Gen Z, a lot of these guys in like the TikTok space and all that, don't seem to be about Web3 and crypto. I feel like it's a more millennial nerdy thing to do. Right. Some of them obviously are, but like yep. it's weird. It's like- Well, there's a yeah. there's a much slower payoff, I think, oh, with the yeah, Web3 yeah. stuff. Because like it's a it's still, as you said, mass mm. adoption hasn't happened yet. With yep. the TikTok stuff, you could literally upload and blow up overnight. That's quick. I mean, whatever works, like everyone has their own avenue and hustle. Totally. And I think we've been waiting Way. this long. You know, <laughs> what's another fucking 10 years? Yeah, I mean, even for me, like I, I've been learning crypto f- for the last like two years yep. and right now is the time to buy. Yeah. Uh, and I am a bit, but... This is not financial advice. Not, not financial <laughs> advice. But I I um, I am buying, but I'm not buying as big as I thought I would because mm. now I realize it's actually more advantageous for me to reinvest into my own business, yeah. into my own businesses. Because when yep. it's your own business and operation, you can somewhat control yep. the outcomes. Yep. You can't in the market. As you yep. know, as a trader, you can't control the market. I know it very well. You know it very well. A little bit too well. Uh, I mean, yeah, I've lost money too in crypto, but I've also gained some. Yep. And sure, same with you trading every day. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's, um, it's a gamble, really. Life's a gamble. Yeah, but so is music. Life's and a gamble. so are TikToks. Do you know what? I, <laughs> this, is a, this is a lyric I, and I, I shared this lyric recently. Um, but this is, a, I remember the Plain Jane mixtape. I do. Um, yes. There was a song called Plain Jane on that mixtape and I had a line that goes something like this. Life's a gamble. I'm not missing a chance. I'm staying in my seat and I'm shitting my pants. <laughs> <laughs> magical. Yeah, magical. <laughs> and I thought that was because that like. funny. So that's basically a, a reference to people at the casino Um when there is a big jackpot coming, they like yep. to stay in the same seat and they shit, They actually shit their pants. They wear like adult diapers. No. Yeah, they really do that. Yeah, people, <laughs> yeah. Is, um, that, is that like an addiction, a gambling addiction level you get to? 
Yeah, that's how far they can go. I'm a seat shitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a stainless. Yeah. <laughs> Like that's yeah, that's it's how like they gambling addicts anonymous. It's like a different tier. Like, yeah, you need to go to a damn, different thing. Stage if three. Yeah, if you're yeah, there. Yeah. Holy shit! Really? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, they full on. You know, they have Bro. to get like. Um, why? Why can't they leave? It? Like, is it like a luck thing to leave your seat, or is it like? Yeah, yeah. Because especially if you've funneled so much money into one machine. Oh, oh it's still in there. Okay. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to. You don't want to leave that machine because it might. Of, go of course, off. of course. Yeah, yeah. Damn, it's, that's yeah. crazy. So anyway, that's a reference to that. Jeez, a really light-hearted uh, topic to kind of. Uh, <laughs> I thought you meant you. Up. I thought you meant like you were just scared at, at going out on your own and taking chances in life. No, no, <laughs> not that. Something, okay, something much darker than that. Wow. <laughs> Thank you for that insight. Yeah. yeah anyway, I'll I'll, uh, I'll move along now. So, <laughs> what do we got on the agenda next? So we got a song with Young Aaron. Yes. Okay, and it's called. I'm okay. And it is a more pop punk yeah. song than... It's pretty much a straight up pop punk song. Okay, cool. Um, so... When does it come out? 6th of July? 6th of July. So okay. it's uh, it started, me and my mate wrote it. Uh, shout out Luke from, from Everchange. Uh, shout out Lukey. So we wrote that because he used to be in a pop punk band. I grew up in pop punk, so yep. I love that shit. You know, it's it's back. There's a resurgence of it, obviously. Yep. Um, and I, I have kind of missed it in my life. So I'm like, yep. I'm going to make some pop punk for fun. Yep. Um, so that's coming out. And then young Aaron, who's a TikTok creator, yep. uh, we both linked up and he's like, I want to work on music. Oh, and that's like, right. He hit you up on his Jump on the song. Then, yeah, jump yeah, on the song. Yeah. Uh, and he, like, this is his first vocal appearance and he killed it. Yeah. Like, well, he, I, just, I, didn't, I just heard a little sample and it was pretty fucking yeah, good. Yeah, he did. Like, that's the first time he's recorded anything. Yeah. That's I'm amazing. glad he can sing that's awesome. key. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Very. Does he yeah, have any really training good. or? Don't think so. He's huh? got a lot of belief. I, what I love about him is his mindset. Yeah, yeah. So he is just like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to achieve this. And mm-hmm. I don't know how it's going to happen. But at the right time, the right doors are open. And I've been learning to adopt that mindset a lot as well in the last few years. And yep. it, it really happens. Yeah. For instance, um, it, whether it's my business or music or something that I, I'm after, I want, I'm like, all right, I'm going to get this. I don't know how it's going to happen. Um, for instance, like I want to get into music for film. Like my, my business, we make music. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're a music production company yep. and we do all kinds of like different commercial avenues for music. And I'm like, I want to get us into film. And then I knew as soon as I like said it and believed it and I really believed it, um, I knew at some point when the time's right, the doors will open mm-hmm. and it's been... I probably started thinking like this a few months ago yep. and now like suddenly all these contacts and things have come through and now we're talking to like sync agencies and all this other stuff about music for film. Yeah. Like it's already cool. opened up. Hectic. So I really believe in that and, and young Aaron, he has the same kind of mindset. Yeah. Um, even probably less tainted than mine because he's younger. Yeah, he's been, for sure. And, you know, I, we've had the ego death and mm. that, that kind of gives you that trauma of like, I don't want to get too big for my boots, but now I'm learning again. <laughs> like it's entirely possible. Yeah. Um, not in an egotistic way. No, just be no, like, no, I want to achieve sure. this. Mm-hmm. Like I can do it mm. if I, if it's for me, like you got to know that it's for you. Yep. So if it's something that you're like, oh, that person has this and it's based in like a uh, FOMO or jealousy yep. and it's not actually you. Yep probably not right for you but if it's you like i'm like no i want to be in music in film and stuff like yeah, for the that's right that's part of my vision for my business yep that will happen at the right time and surely enough it always does starting it to opens happen. up starting to happen yeah even tiktok i'm like i'm gonna i don't know what to do on this platform but i've got to crack it i need yeah, to be around yeah, the right yeah. people yeah literally my manager and i were talking about this on a zoom 
like this is crazy. We were literally talking about this on a Zoom one night and I was like, I want to start working with TikTokers um, on their music. Mm-hmm. And then the same night, Aaron sent me a message request on Instagram. Jeez. The same night. I didn't see it for another two days, but I, re- I worked at the time. Yeah, same wow. night. And he was like, hey, man, I, I'm looking for producers. I was looking at Instagram. I want to get into music. I, I haven't done it before. Mm. I like your vibe. Mm. Hit me up. I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. Like, yeah, that's I unreal. was after, we were both after this and it just connected. But not just that, we, we like, we connect, like we, like we have the same mindset. It's yep. been, a, it's been a really great relationship building and we're, same we're name. working, you know, same name, <laughs> same hair, like <laughs> everything. It's sick. And, and that's just, I think, you know, the universe, law of attraction, whatever. Yep. It's working <clears throat> out. Yep. Set the intention. Yep. And it happens sometimes slower, sometimes faster. Yep. That was the fast one. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. And we'll see what happens with the song. Like, if, you know, I don't know how far the song will go, but I love the record. Yep. I think like I was sitting on that record for the last year and I never felt like it was complete, even though it literally was complete. It was mixed and mastered everything, mm-hmm. but I had my own second verse on it. And then when yep. this happened, I'm like, this song's for him. I got to open up that verse. Perfect. And now I feel the song's full and complete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's something you can feel as a creator. I'm sure you feel it as well as an artist. You know when a song like it's not done. Yep. Whether it's the mix or thing or the adding this, whatever, you know it's not done until it's done, and you feel it, and you and it's like it sounds different. You can feel it. Um, you know it's it's right. It's just that like alignment of yeah yeah of things. Yeah, of now it's style. right. Yep, it feels right. Um, Credit Crunch actually had a little bit of a journey like that where yeah it had a whole bunch of iterations and mm. different producers, different moments, and it just wasn't done. It wasn't ready. But honestly, I walked out of the studio session when I recorded it with B Hill and I was like, mm. that's finished. No, well, yeah, yeah, sorry, he happens. sent me the first mix. Sent me the first mix and then I was like... But you, you know it. I yeah. kind of knew already. That happened with um, my song Party All The Time <clears throat> that yep. features Riley, an American artist. Yeah. He like, uh, I hit him up for a verse and I was like, I was thinking, what can I get him on? And I'm like, wait, there's a there's a verse of my like myself that I don't really like on yep. the song. Maybe he could fit there, and it yep. just worked perfectly. And yeah, that, yeah. when I heard that, I'm like, the song's complete now. Yeah, yeah, like, definitely you, happens. With I'm okay, um, the the production in that in 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 Young Aaron's verse was that. Um, did you change any of that? Because you know how it kind of yeah, breaks down it. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, because he like it's a pop punk song, so it's very different. But you know, he grew up like on the SoundCloud era. He yep. listens to like. XXX and, and Lil Peep and all that stuff. So yeah. so we kind of gave it that flavor yeah. in, in the pop I think punk song. Yeah. Change it up a bit. Yeah, fuck so, yeah. Yeah. I think uh that's a very that's a very uh airport thing to do. Like I don't <laughs> I don't think too many people would have been able to do that. Okay, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I I like not being boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like new things. So oh, hectic. Yeah. And then the song before that, Second to Breathe, was even stranger. I felt like that was a weird combination of sounds that i'm inspired by it i don't even know like i can't put into words yep. it's like electronic but it has like i was listening to like old new metal like lincoln yeah, park okay. and then blink 182 it's got blink 182 guitars but it has like screaming and then it's got like uh almost like drum and bass kind <laughs> of vibe but then it's almost i'm listening to bring me horizon like there's all these different things and i think we're in a really beautiful time musically where we can throw things together totally and it can work and I and I don't think you've ever been just one of those things either. I really, yeah, I realize. I think all your my... thing is to not be 
anything. Yeah, 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 to, yeah. To, be, to be, you know, to be. Yeah, I always blend genres. That's my thing. Like even the early days when I was naughty and I did my first EP, that was literally pop punk met EDM music at the time. Yeah. And then pop punk and, and dubstep. Yep. And then I, um, airports was like some other kind of pop and then some other kind of band thing. Yeah. And like, um, but I feel like that's my, it's kind of my, my niche. Yeah. Just putting, uh, smashing genres together. Just, uh, yeah. Genre bending. Yeah. Genre fluid, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Genre fluid. Yeah. That's honestly what it is. <laughs> um, yeah. What I think, yeah. What'd you use to say? Don't, don't assume my don't assume genre. My genre. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, yeah, I think it's fair. Like, I mean, you, you know, even before that you had the hip hop phase. I did. Um, yep. And we did cheddar. Yeah, we did cheddar. There's, yeah. yeah, there's just been so many. You know, it's weird too. I always end up working with with like gimmicky prank things. Yeah. So uh, like cheddar was kind bro, of. Oi, don't you fucking dare for a second. <laughs> don't you don't dare, dare assume. Don't you dare for a second. My genre, let alone assume that cheddar is a is fucking a gimmick. gimmick. <laughs> Okay, don't you dare! That is some that's real lifestyle. That's some that's some real that's shit. That's on the streets of Long Jetty. Right? Yeah, honestly, that is some real shit. There was many, many, many children who lived their life by that song. Who would at die, the all day concert? Who, <laughs> at the all day concert, who would die for that song? Okay, don't you fucking <laughs> shit on them with that. Right, what a highlight in our journey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we need to cut in some cheddar footage. Cheddar, hundred percent yeah, in the video. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it's weird because. I did some work for like Fanta where I wrote like the SoundCloud rapper zombie thing. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I did, uh, I worked with the Raka Raka who are really big like YouTube mm-hmm. kind of uh, oh, yeah, I remember prank that. dudes. Yep. And, and then now with young Aaron who's like a TikTok prank guy. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I've, I've like for some reason, I, I don't know why, but I, I keep aligning with like viral. You just got that fun in you. Viral fun. Oh, and you forgot uh, uh, Jay Har- Harvey, Harvey Jay. Oh yeah, was it? Was, did he, he was on one of my him? old songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. So I don't. He know. was that as well. Like I don't know why. Stuff. Yeah, I don't know why, but I've I I accidentally kind of work on these. Oh, big Ruku's in the house. Big Cuckoo. Let's go. go. No, 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 don't get out of it. Come on, come on, come on. No, no, no. Good to see you, bro. Get in, get into the frame. All right, thanks, Luke. You've totally, you've totally ruined this video now. We're gonna have to start again, boys. Speaking of gimmicks, that- <laughs> <laughs> the biggest gimmick of them all. Um, Speaking yeah, look, of joke music, no. yeah, look, uh, look, Papa. Uh, unless there's something you're, you're dying to get off your chest, I think. Uh, <laughs> what do you know, man? <laughs> nah, need, I'm good. Do you need, do you need to absolve mm. some sins? Do you need uh-huh. to confess? Just that I'm sick, I don't know. <laughs> totally, totally, and that can be the uh, head. That can be the uh, title of nah. this this uh, YouTube. Nah, I think this podcast. I just want an opportunity to use the the sound effects. Go for it. Can I pick a color I haven't done yet? Pick a color, any color. Green. Oh, <laughs> fail. Damn. Damn. All right, that solid ending. Yeah, it? that's a solid ending. Well, um, yeah, I appreciate you. Uh, Sitting down with me, making the time. I know, you, I know you've had a hectic schedule while you've been down here. No, thank you. And I've had a hectic schedule too. But when I thought, when Easy I had, boy. when I thought I had the opportunity to chat to one of my oldest homies in the music game, I was like, "Fuck, I gotta, Let's I gotta go. chat to you for at least a little bit." Yeah. I feel like, I feel like, and you know what? I'm, I'm glad that we did that. We've been able to do something with the time schedules yeah, that yeah, we've yeah. had, but I just feel like we haven't even 
We haven't even scratched. No, no, no. I feel like we could have. Nah. I, I could it's have a big iceberg. You. Yeah, it's a big, it's iceberg. A big iceberg. Yeah. I, I suppose that just means that we're going to have to have another chat. We're going to have dinner. Time. I'm going to have to come up. I'm going to have to come up to Brisbane and chat. Yes, please come to Brisbane. Yeah, I'll come. We'll whip it in the car that uh, Ruku's always rapping about. <laughs> <laughs> whip it in the Winnebago. <laughs> Let's go. I'm going to link all your stuff below. Thank you. Um, This podcast will probably come out just after the song comes out. So it'll be down below. Everyone go listen to Airports. I'm okay. Uh, It'll be linked below. There's even more music coming after this. Tons of music coming up. Um, Everything will be linked below. Please go check it out. Drop a comment if you enjoyed this chat. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week on Slap Happy. Let's go. Let's go. We can do it like this all day, hey, don't stop Inhibitions run away, hey, don't stop Let a bug hit windshield, it's great.